Thank you for tuning in to the Voice of Encouragement with Pastor Jamie Lingerfeld and myself, his co-host, Angela Lingerfeld. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the Voice of Encouragement radio show. I'm Jamie Lingerfelt. My co-host today is Pastor Brian Singleton. Good morning, Pastor Brian. Good morning. Boy, we've got a show planned for you today, you listeners. I, I just know that God's joy is going to fall on some of you as you're driving and listening this morning. And the Spirit of God is going to bring transformation to your life. I've got a special guest with me today. Um, Pastor Eric Lovin from Spirit Led Ministries is here to share with us on some of his mission trip. Good morning. How are you there, Eric? Good morning, Jamie. Good to see you. See you too, and love you, brother. Well, friends, I'm gonna let uh, Pastor Brian lead us in a song. When we get through, we're gonna see what God has for you today, and we love you. Amen. Well, God, I was just telling these guys a minute ago that God let me know on Tuesday what song He wanted me to sing, and this song is really an invitation. So I guess we're gonna start a radio show with an invitation. And I Amen. Be- I believe that there's people who've been walking with God for a long time, who God calls to something deeper. Um, I've been one of those people. I am one of those people, and I believe he's always calling us to something more. So this song just says, come away with me, and my prayer is that you'll hear God calling to you as, as I sang this morning. Let 
Open up your heart and let me in. Come away. Come away with me. Come away with me. It's never too late. It's not too late. Not too far away. I'll have a plan for you. I have a plan for you. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be great. It's gonna, gonna be, be full of me. Open up. Open up your heart and let me in. Oh, hear the Father. Open up your heart and let me in. Open up your heart and let me in. What's your response to Him? Oh. What's your response? Open up your heart and let me in. You're all I need. You're all I want. You're my everything. You're all that I Thank you, Pastor. That was that was incredible. I just uh, I know some of you are probably on your way to church, and some of you may be driving to Walmart or going anywhere. Man, if you become weary, I just pray right now that that God's joy would come over you, and that you would receive supernatural strength, and that it would be easy for you to go to church and worship today, and easy Amen. to deal with people wherever you're going. I just believe that God doesn't want you to be weary. I believe that there's a renewing in the Holy Spirit that's being released right now in your life and into this area and through the sound waves. That's going to bring great strength for us to finish this season out well and walk into the promotion in our next season. Talking about the Spirit of God moving, there's going to be a global harvest of souls that's going to come in. God is moving everywhere right now as time fastly approaches his return. And Eric just got back from a trip to Haiti and a lot of great things that the Lord did there. Um, he's also been ministering already this morning, so I know he's ready to share. Eric, what what is God doing in Haiti? What did you see? Well, Haiti's an incredible place, and we, we started going there before, just a couple months before the earthquake actually happened. And, uh, and oh, wow. Then, and then right after the earthquake happened, we were there. So we've been going back several times, but I saw something this time that was very different from what I had experienced in the past. And I actually saw this vision, I um, believe it's the book of James, where it says, you know, pure and undefiled religion before yes. the Lord is, to, is to, to be able to minister to orphans and widows. Absolutely. And what I saw there is this, this place where they've taken in 22 uh, deaf-mute children that have been orphaned. 
and they're wow. actually caring for him and loving him. Oh man! But and I've I've been to orphanages before. I've seen children's homes before, but this yeah, one was this one was different um, because just the pure motive and, and the love that was poured out over this place. That's a jewel. Was so much different, and the story behind it is, is kind of what set it up. This husband and wife team. This um, this his wife grew up in a home where her father was deaf mute and learned how to to sign. And then she married a guy who was orphaned as a child, Lubins. Mm. Oh, wow. And, and God paired them up together to be able to, to minister to these 22 kids. And this this scripture that actually, man, I'm, I've got things all over the place here. But anyway, um, the scripture that Lubins shared with us, he sat down one night, and this is kind of what broke our heart. But he said that when he was a child, he was just kind of living, and him and his sister were living on the streets of Haiti. It's it's different from living on the streets here. Absolutely, <laughs> um, living on the streets of Haiti is very is very different. Uh, it's a whole new level of poverty. But he said and that pain. God gave him a verse, two verses, when he was a child and living on the streets, and it was Psalm one thirteen seven and eight. He lifts the poor from the dust Thank and the needy Spirit. from the garbage dump. Mm-hmm. He sets them among princes, even the princes of his own people. And he said, I, I just held on to that for years and years and years. Wow. And, and and God just took him and did an incredible work and paired him with this incredible lady who who actually had had grew up just signing. And God gave them this ministry. And when we saw them living, just loving on these kids and meeting the needs of these children, on I'm talking on less than $500 a month wow. for over 22 yes, children. Yes, yes. But the love that they have is more than than. I have experienced in some time to just walk into that place and feel his presence and what he's doing there. And the, and the pure motive. How long were you in Haiti, Eric? Uh, this past time, we were only there for just a couple days, maybe six or seven days, uh, Michelle and I. Um, and we're planning, hopefully, this this end of this year to go back. Well, Angela's interested. She already told me. Yeah, she's she ready. She, it to me, too. She's, <laughs> ready to, uh, she's ready to get out of the country again. My yeah. wife loves to travel and, and serve the Lord overseas. And we've, we've, all, we've partnered with Eric and still do in his ministry and uh, his beautiful wife that he now has. Um, you know, and thinking about what God does with the, the orphans, you know, we have two schools in the slums. And, you know, life, I was telling, me and Brian was talking about when we were coming over this morning, I said, yeah, I said, you know, there's such a thing as someone in America who hasn't had a bath in a while. I said, but when you go to the slums, it's a whole other level yeah. of of nausea, and it's beyond chicken houses or anything you can imagine. Could you, and living on the street in a third world country, but look at it, look at how God can take someone who's an orphan, reveal to them who He is, make mm-hmm. them a son, and then lead them to begin to do the same thing in others' lives. Exactly. And it, it, that that's His heart. That, that that's the very heartbeat of God. Yeah. He um, and, and I think kind of what um, kind of what He's doing there is just a model. It's just a model for what he wants to do in all of us and what he wants to do around the nation of Haiti. Amen. He wants to lift. The, he wants to see everything elevated. We've been talking about the revival here in Elberton. Amen. And how it, it wants actually My favorite to be, subject. Yes. <laughs> how it wants to, it's not just for a church. It's not just for a people, but it's actually for the entire community to rise up, to be Amen. elevated. We're seeing that in business now. We're seeing that in, you, in different Spirit. walks of life. We're and seeing what he's yes, doing. Yes, and there's people that are in Elberton that are chosen by God that may not even know it yet. Yeah. And they're nobodies, and they're most of most of the people that others don't want and that people don't want to fool with, maybe the last and the least. Yeah. And, and, and But I really believe maybe this is speaking to someone today that God wants you and God has a purpose for you. Amen. And the greatest, the greatest way to live out life and earth is to live on purpose, and that is living on God's purpose for your destiny. And I just want to speak into some of your lives that, that maybe this week you've been discouraged. 
You know, uh, the Lord's been showing me this over and over and over this week, and it keeps ringing in my heart. You know, the disciples and Jesus were ministering, and Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And they all got in the boat together, and uh, Jesus headed out. And it said that a great squall arose is the translation I have, and that the, the waves began to beat into the boat. And I don't know if you've ever been on the sea when a storm comes up, but it means you're up and down and up and down. And I believe some of you are listening to me. You're okay one day, and you're depressed the next, and up and down and up and down. You know, the further you get in, into a storm and the more the winds blow, water is going to begin getting in your eyes and cloud your vision. And maybe, maybe some of you have, have lost your vision or maybe your vision is no longer clear to you because you've been in a storm so long. Even Paul said in Acts in the storm he was in that all hope, and I'm talking about Paul, who knew he would make it out of the storm and had to go to Rome, still said all hope that we would be saved was lost. So everybody has seasons where they feel like they're in a storm. And I just feel like that God's wanting to bring a lot of people out of the storm. If you notice what they say, and this really speaks about what we're talking about with sonship because love is the foundation of it. You know, they awoke Jesus and said, do you not care that we're perishing? Mm. In other words, they began to doubt his love for them and to doubt that he cared because he wasn't doing what they wanted him to do when they wanted him to do it. Now, does that sound like anybody I know? I'm talking about myself there. That you know, they they weren't doing. He he didn't act right when they wanted to. But I have an encouraging word for you. Maybe you feel like you know that, that God's delayed your breakthrough or your peace. I just want to tell you, it's here now, yeah. and God wants to speak this to you. Peace. This that may there a great calm come over your life, and may a great calm come over your mind, and all the cares that you have. May you still know and believe that God really cares for you, no matter. How long you've been in a storm or how long you've been battling what you're battling, I believe that there's a great breakthrough coming your way today. And I, I believe God's going to release that into your life. And you're going to have a season of peace and tranquility in Christ. And you're still going to make it where God told you to go. And I want to say one other thing, and I'm going to turn it back over to y'all guys. You know, sometimes obeying God will take you right in the midst of a storm. Yeah. And, of course, New Age don't want to believe that. Your New Age teaches, well, if you do everything right, everything good will happen. And how many times has that influenced even what we believe about God because it's an active demonic force coming against the, the, the minds of people? And no, no, sometimes obeying God will put you in a prison. Sometimes obeying God, they, Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And they obeyed God and went in. They got in a boat with him. And sometimes storms come because of other people you're in a boat with. Yeah. The good news is Jesus steals all storms. So may peace yeah. and love and the grace of God come to you today. And I also pray in Jesus' name that you would begin to know how much God cares for you and how much he loves you. And you would begin to be confident that you're a child because you experienced the love of God. See, the way I knew that my daddy loved me was because he I felt love. And so I knew I belonged. You do belong somewhere. Amen. Man, you feel like nobody loves you or that no one. I'm going to tell you something. God wants you. And he loves you. And hear me, if you don't know Jesus, if you're not right with God, God wanted me to tell you this. I'm not willing that any perish. If you Amen. perish, you will have to outrun the love of God and force yourself into hell itself because he's going to do everything he can to keep you from perishing. What you guys got? I was thinking when you were talking about in the storm, the other the other time where the where Jesus sends the disciples out on the boat, but he doesn't go with them. And they go out into that storm, and they're they're drifting. They feel like you know they're just they're in a terrible place. And then Jesus comes out in the storm, and I just I just think you know a lot of times we get in those storm situations, and we just feel like God's not there. We think He's not there with us, but He Amen. is, and He That's comes good, to Brian. us in those times. We're never too far, and His love comes to us, and He's ready. Even that song that I sang, um, the lyric doesn't say you're never too far away, but I just think a lot of times we think we're too far away from God. We think we've, we've, we've drifted. You know, the storm yeah. has caused us to drift, and we haven't 
and, and we just think we're too far gone, but we never are. God is always ready. He's always ready, and He's willing, and He's present. And He, yeah. we just call out to Him, and He's there. Exactly. I think that song, too, it was a prophetic declaration for today. Because I really do, brother. He, he Me too. His, I as the lyrics, I, I went straight to Revelation 2. I was thinking about that, where uh, John's writing to the church in Ephesus, and he says, I know all the things you do. I've seen your hard work and your patience, endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. You've examined the claims of those who say they're apostles but are not. You've discovered they're liars. You've patiently suffered for me for me without quitting but i have this complaint you've lost your first love man and there's just been this invitation that's kind of went out this morning of you know what we need we need a fresh encounter he says hey, yeah man, I, I stand at the door and i knock hey, and i want that. Boy, that's what I'm i want to come for. in and i want that entrance and i i want those encounters and i want those just those times back yes lord and um and just another scripture i wanted to share out of uh, jeremiah 29 it says if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me. I will be found by you. Amen. And um, he's he's hidden for our own. He's hidden for a reason sometimes. Mm. You know, he wants us to seek out. If you seek, yeah. you will find. If you knock, the door will be open. Yes, amen. And, and, and this morning I know that there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are listening that have been to that deep place with God before. Mm-hmm. But something's gotten in the way, or religion's gotten in the way, or life has just gotten in the way. And we all get we all get to a place of distraction sometimes. But we that do. song was that declaration of just come back, just Amen. just be with me, just Amen. just remember your first love, and just be taken back to that place yes. where it's just you and I, and that's where He's calling us to. This yes, way. you and me. Uh, we can have a quiet place alone. I think it's so important to have alone time with God yes. every day. I, I believe it that so that God can move this morning. I got up at 3.30, and this is, you walk out your walk with God. But anyway, I I just don't ever have anything to say unless God gives me something. And I don't want to ever do anything without God. So I got up to pray, and I was so exhausted and tired. It's been a long week in ministry doing all the other things so we can do what we're doing right now. And I just had gotten tired, and I told the Lord, I said, God, I'm so weary of, of, I'm just tired of being tired. Mm. You know, I don't feel well, but I know you want me to go. And, And, man, it was like the presence of God washed over me in tangible joy. And I, you can't hardly, you can't help but smile. Even though, you know, the outside's tired, you're smiling from the heart out, you yeah. know. And then uh, God's just really began to move on my life and give me joy and give me strength. And here's a, here's a good word for all of you that are rely on yourself kind of like I do. You know, you'll never really come to the beginning of God to either come to the end of you. Yeah. And so... <laughs> So sometimes God God wants you to be sick and tired and get to the end of what you can do so that you and him can do something together. So let me yeah. say this, God wants to do something with you and that's he right. wants you and him to do it together. In other words, I've told the Lord before, you know, I can't do this and he said, "Well, that's right, but we can. Do you want to do it with me?" Yeah. Right. In other words, you've been doing it without me and that's why it's so hard. Sometimes going to church and being a Christian gets hard because we do it without him or we mm-hmm. do it without what you were saying, being in our first love. And having been in ministry 20 years, I mean, I don't know if any of y'all listen all the time, but I've shared this. You know, I, I fell away from my first love, even as a pastor, in ministry, and uh, where I used to seek the Lord every day of my life and pray and have my own quiet time before I ministered to others. I got busy traveling and doing mission teams and planting churches and all kind of other great good stuff. But my prayer life began to really waver. And eventually, you know, I walked away from God, kind of like what you was talking about, and I lost my first love. And you know, I guess probably about seven years ago, it came back looking for me and said, yeah. hey, you know, something's missing here, and I'm what's missing. Yeah. And I, God restored a love in my heart and gave me the vision for our ministry, Into the Darkness with Love, which is to reach out to the least and the last and the lost, and especially to minister to orphans and widows. Yeah. But and I, didn't, I wasn't saying that to quote my own ministry. It just came out of my mouth. Yeah. But 
I just want to say that, you know, the purpose and motive of everything is love. And it's so hard, Eric, in ministry, as you know, being half your life on the mission field, to find sincere people yeah. to work with that they're in it for one reason, because God told them and they know they didn't got no choice. You know, yeah. they do, but they don't. And yeah. if they don't, people are going to, you know, ne- unnecessarily suffer. But if you want to feel God's love, find an orphan to sit mm. with. Yeah. And there's nothing like it in all the world. Let me let me just say this one little thing to you too. You're not alone. God's with you. You know, you can imagine even Joseph's life. You know, he started trying to do what was right. He got thrown in a pit, and then he wouldn't sleep with a woman that he wasn't supposed to, and that got him thrown in prison. Sometimes doing the right thing gets you to the wrong places, yeah. but in reality, those wrong places always lead to the right place, which eventually leads to the second to the king. But you know, all that time, you imagine he thought God had forgotten him, just like the guys in the boat that said, "You know, God, do you not care that I'm in prison? I didn't do anything." Then a baker and a butler came to his prison cell. And, you know, if he, if Joseph had not been faithful to use the gift that God gave him in the state where he even said in his own words, I've been forgotten about, nobody remembers me, nobody loves me. If, you had, if he hadn't been faithful then, he would have never gotten to the palace. And I'm going to tell you something. Some of you have been faithful, and maybe you're just, you know, the Bible says don't become weary while doing good, but Paul said also in one part of Corinthians, I've become weary. Mm-hmm. In other words, it happens sometimes, but be renewed today and be strengthened and know this much. Even though doing the right thing may feel like things have gotten worse in your life or your circumstances, your prison always leads you to the palace, and it's what qualifies you for the place that God's making you in, in the ministry. And here's another thought. The lineage of Jesus came from Joseph. So how much did God trust Joseph to be faithful in the prison cell yeah. when no one else was looking? Because if he hadn't have been faithful, then there would been no Jesus, and thus none of us would be here today on the radio station. All right, guys, I'm done. I'm trying. I I feel such a joy today and refreshed. It's easy to minister. Ministry is fun when it's with God, but I just thank you for listening. Go ahead, Eric. We were talking about that this morning. We're doing a class uh, at our church, and it's called Grow, but we were talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit this morning. Thank you, Lord. And and one of the things we were talking about is we've been walking around trying to do a supernatural task with limited Mm. power. Mm. And, And so without them empowering from on high, it's really, really hard to do the supernatural tasks that we <laughs> You know, been, that's right. And that's where burnout comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus told him, he said, just wait and you'll be endued with power from on high. And you'll be clothed. Some translators say you'll be clothed with this power from on high. Yes. And when we try to come at a supernatural task with limited power, then we immediately will get into burnout or we'll just, we'll, we'll die out, we'll burn out, we'll just start doing things out of our own flesh. And that's what you try to find identity in what we do and not who we know. Exactly. Yeah. It's who you are. It's who you are. You know, before Jesus did anything, you know, the Spirit descended, He was there and, and He heard a voice from heaven that said, You are my Son in whom I'm well pleased. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus needed that affirmation of knowing who yes, He is, then we man. need that affirmation and, of who we are. And the other thing, too, you know, with Christ, when God spoke like that, you know, you don't, and, and you see a lot of ministers and they've you know, and they're really big on themselves and stuff. But you notice if when God speaks over one of his sons or daughters, you know, they don't have to talk about themselves when your daddy's talking to everybody else about you. Yeah, exactly. Because, he, you know, other people heard what he heard. And what it was is, and uh, I, be- I believe God wants to open the ears to what God's put in your heart. Some of you that you need to step into your calling. And maybe you tried or you've been intimidated because you just don't, don't think you can do it. Maybe what the Lord's saying to you, I believe today, is that you and him can do it together. You know, for yeah. some reason, he loves to work with people. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I don't see any reason why he'd want to work with me, and I don't know why, but God seems to love to co-labor with humans, yeah. and he seems to love to teach them his ways. And that's one of the biggest desires I have in this season is, you know, Lord, I'm, 
I don't want to know my ways. My ways go nowhere. You know, I need to know what is your way and what is your path and just move and I'll follow and it'll be easy. And again, you know, one of my little Facebook quotes today, the Lord showed me when I came to him this morning tired, he said, my way's easy. If it's not easy, it's not my way. And I said, Lord, I help me, you know, because I, I listen, you can wander from the path and not know you're wandering just simply by not staying refreshed in the presence of God. That, and I, you know, I don't ever, I try, I really try not to talk about my prayer life, but I believe prayer is so important because it gives God something to work with. And even Jesus asked for a few fish and loaves to multiply. And as my wife says, sometimes you have to create a need for God to do something by mm. faith. And she did, she had a word. She's where did she? Was you with us when she shared that the other day? And I thought, man, that woman just dropped a bomb on me. Yeah. What did she? I love my wife. Uh, yeah, she said. Oh, at the house church, mm-hmm. she said sometimes you have to do something by faith. God's telling you and create mm-hmm. a need for God to move. And I thought, man, that's the story of our ministry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amen. We love you guys out there. Yeah. We got a couple minutes left. Does anybody have anything specific for anyone, or you have something you want to share, Brian? I just I can I have a picture in my mind. I grew up in a Baptist church, and there's a Sunday school room you know. that's a that's also the choir dressing room, and that's in my mind. I can just and I'm, of course it's not that room because they're they they're way out of range of this radio station. But I just have a picture of a Sunday school room and a woman just weeping on her knees, and and I don't know if I don't know why, but I just I just I feel like maybe there's. The call, the invitation is out there, and God is is speaking to people, and He's saying, "Open up your heart, you know, just just let me in, just Amen. receive my love." And and it's so terrifying, I believe, for us sometimes to just lay down finally and just and just give it up and say, "All right, God, here I am, use me." And I don't know why there's such a fear. I know there's a there's a difficulty to let the flesh die and to cut away our flesh, but what I just fun. really believe there's somebody that's ready. That God is calling, God is speaking to you, and and that's tears of joy. That that's a weeping when you're submitted and you're surrendered to Him. That there's it's an overflowing joy, and there's so much power. Like Eric was talking about, there's maybe you're trying to maybe you're trying to minister, maybe you're trying to do something on your power, and you've got a supernatural task. And if you'll just surrender, the Holy Ghost will come in there yes. and fill you up, and you will walk in that power. And God will never call you to do anything you can do on your own. Yeah. He purposely creates. The Amen. calling for the need for Him. And as the calling in your sphere of influence increase, and the calling in the more becomes more broad and it begins to push into other areas, you require more of God and you begin to grow in the things of God. Uh, Eric, we're down. Let's see. We've got about three minutes left. Eric, do you, do you have anything you would say to someone that's discouraged or that's down? And uh, you can close us in prayer. We've got about two or three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was looking at James 4, 8, as, as Brown was sharing, and just come close to God and God will come close mm-hmm. to you. There's a promise in his word that, you know, you, you shared that picture of that lady and there's a lot of people and, and i've been in that position lots of times where i'm just i'm sitting there and i'm like wow i'm i'm like you said i'm at the end of me Amen. which is the beginning of where he thank you God. Where he wants to start working <laughs> but there's people that are hungry hey hungry, hungry people and they're all just uh, i remember michelle shared he's not here this morning because he's sick but he shared that when he first come to elberton he said are we the only ones are we the only hungry folks and god said no, wow. i've got hundreds of them oh. i've got hundreds of them and Amen. they're just placed strategically throughout this county in this place Place, but there's hungry people, and hungry people need community. 
mm-hmm. and hungry people have to be encouraged that there are there, there's more out there and there's other folks just like me that lady that's weeping or wherever you're driving in your car and you're saying you know what all i want is more of god and, and i just encourage people his promise is that he will come close to you he, if you seek Amen. you will find the, not, yes. the door will be open to you yes. and that song i'm telling you that song was just that was a launching point uh this morning i know it, you, uh, for me uh, you, uh, specifically too of just come on in he wants nothing Amen. more but just to sit with you you don't have to do ministry That's you don't right. have to sit and do all these and jump through hoops Amen. and and dress learn up. doctrines and and wear a certain tie and all this we kind of thing <laughs> oh yeah you don't have to <laughs> oh, he just wants you to sit down and yes. in, i think the word's just intimacy. Yes. He wants to be intimate with his with his beloved. He, lo- he loves his people and he loves his church. He's a yes. good father. Yes. Very Any good. good father wants to sit with his kids. And I that's feel grateful to be a be. son and, know, and to know I am Amen. and to work out of that. Yeah. Man, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Zinc. You have anything else you want to share? I just, uh, I just, if we could, uh, if we could just pray, and I just want, if if you're able to close your eyes wherever you're at, or even if you're not, just, I want you to picture yourself just, just running up to Jesus and sitting in His lap, and let every distraction fall away, let everything that's not of Him just fall apart, and just allow Him to just hold you in His arms. And so I just think we need to be held by him. We need to turn our affections towards heaven. He told Johnny, he said, come up here. See things from my perspective. Seated in heavenly places. Amen. And let your mind your mind be renewed. It's Colossians 3, 1, set your mind on things above. Amen. You know, we need heaven's perspective and heaven's encounter, heaven's love, and heaven's intimacy. So we yes. just say, Father, just encounter us today. Yes. We come close to you. And you will draw near to us. Amen. And you're going to manifest your presence all around us yes. and around everyone that's listening. So God, just do an incredible deep work over every person today in Jesus' name. Friend, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. And remember this this week. No matter what happens, God is for you. You're Amen. loved. Amen. Amen.